When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Beaver Creek, Colorado resident Jim Stannard once sold his childhood coin collection to buy his first guitar, a Martin D28, one that he still plays today. Jim, like many musicians, stepped away from the music for a while during his family-raising years, but picked it back up in the early 2000s from the encouragement of his wife and has recently recorded his debut CD entitled Bucket List. Jim and I talk about his music his life around the music, and his new CD in this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the podcast this afternoon. Well, thank you. Thanks for joining me. I, uh, we're, we're in Virginia. You're all the way across on the other side, right? On, uh, over in Colorado? Yeah, we're, I'm in, uh, in the Rocky Mountains in uh, Beaver Creek, Colorado right now. Oh, good. Okay. How, how close were you to the, to the fires that were there uh, not too long ago? Uh not that close. There was a little bit of, I mean, a little bit of haze in the air, but uh, fortunately, not uh, not that close. And now we've, you know, starting starting to turn fall out here. Leaves are starting to change. We're at uh, over eight thousand feet, and uh, the uh, fire danger has has started going down some. So that's yeah, that's good. Good. Yeah, I'm well, glad to hear that. Um. Tell me, you, you've been at this for a while, right? Uh, music has uh, uh, been in your blood for a long time. Well, yes. I, uh, you know, I, I, in the late 60s, I was, uh, I graduated from high school in 66, so I was in college in the, in the late 60s and, um, you know, played music all throughout that time. Um, and, you know, so I, I grew up on uh classic rock and Bob Dylan and, uh, that, uh, that era, uh, and, uh, you know, have sort of got, you know, did not move forward as a professional musician, uh, in the, in the seventies, I went off into a business career, uh, but have always, uh, you know, had always continued to, uh, um, be interested, you know, listening to the music and mm-hmm. uh, doing some playing, and then uh, really, uh, really got back into it. Uh, you know, 
close to I guess close to ten years ago. I guess. Okay. Did uh, uh, I read correctly? You actually uh, um, attended Woodstock. I did. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I'm it honored. Was the- I don't think I've I've known any or spoken <laughs> to anybody directly who was there. So. <laughs> well, I mean, it was it. I'll just tell you, it's funny because it was. Um, I mean, it was a mess. I, we we got and uh, we we basically escaped. We hmm. went Friday. I had with a friend, and uh, you know there was the cars were parked many miles away. The, wow. the there was no food. It was raining, and uh, you know I remember sleeping overnight on going to the concert, then sleeping overnight on somebody's porch, trying to get back to the car to get some food. And so my friend and I just. Uh, uh, ended up leaving Saturday night and, you know, washing off layers of mud. Hmm. Uh, but the interest, so, I mean, I heard some of the music, but not, not, you know, the really headline acts. Really? But okay. two week two weeks before that was a wonderful concert in, um, in Atlantic city called the Atlantic city pop festival hmm. that had a lot of big acts. Uh, and, uh, that was, uh, you know, so back then, you know, there was, there was <laughs> great live music. All, all over, yeah. 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 Um, how, how was that um, influential? Uh, and that's kind of a broad question, but um, it, was that the kind of thing that, that inspired you at that time to, to really pursue that? Or had you already kind of been involved in music uh, play, from a playing perspective? I yeah I, I I was involved before that I I can't remember exactly what age I was I was probably about twelve when I started uh, playing guitar and uh, just really you know really got into it and uh, um, you know went on from there so it was it was some sometime in the early sixties when I mm-hmm. when I started and then uh, you know the music was just grab grab me and uh, the whole sequence of uh things from the you know from the 50s rock and elvis to uh you know to bob dylan coming on the scene and to uh you know then of course the beatles and the who and the stones and kind of you know from my perspective i'm I'm still kind of stuck in that in that era Uh when it it turned music turned into the mid 70s it kind of there were a few acts that i've really Really love from the seventies and eighties, and uh, uh, the uh, you know Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty, yeah, War- Warren Zevon. But really, in the mid seventies, music kind of turned into a wasteland from my perspective. <laughs> I was I was still listening to the the uh, the earlier groups. Now, did I I read correctly that you actually sacrificed a uh, childhood coin collection to buy your first guitar? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's my first good guitar. I bought, I bought a, a Martin D twenty eight that I've still got. Uh, so uh, that was a that was a, a turning point back then. That was, in, you know, sixty four or something like that. Yeah. So you you were a young person when you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that uh, kind of stuck in the sixties, but it it. it seems like you kind of had a an unlikely teacher then 
um, to to kind of get you back into the music when um, uh, you got back into music. It, it, if I if I um, know my music history correctly, um, Kip Winger and the band Winger is pretty much that eighties uh yes, epitome yes. hair hair rock band but that was someone who helped you kind of relaunch your, your yeah music. and i mean the funny thing is i mean i kip is a absolutely you know incredibly broad musician and i uh uh you know good friend of mine but i never i never uh listened to him back in the 80s in fact i didn't even know i wasn't even aware of uh that whole strain of music i yeah. wasn't listening <laughs> to those people and uh, i got put in uh, so I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story on that. Um, so I went out, you know, so in the, um, when I picked up music again, I wanted to polish my performance skills, you know, to be able to go out and play and, you know, not anything big, but just uh, local, local bars or whatever. And, um, so I went, uh, to, a something called the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp mm-hmm. in in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, which cool. Run by David Fishoff, and it's fantastic. I went a number of years ago, and um, you know, got put in touch with some wonderful wonderful musicians. And you know, at the camp, they um, we end up playing. They put bands together, and you end up playing Whiskey a Go Go the last night, which is a fun fun experience. Um, so anyway, David Fishoff. Uh, after that camp, I said, you know, I, I really want to take singing lessons. Do you have anybody to recommend? And he said, there's only one person. Hmm. He said, uh, he said, uh, you got to, you got to get Kip Winger. And, um, and, you know, Kip was only teaching, he wasn't teaching much at all. Uh, you know, he was working on his musical projects and, uh, he would only really teach prose. And, but so David Fishoff, you know, gave the intro. So Kip uh, initially said, well, okay, uh, I'll uh, give you six lessons and uh, then I'll turn you over to somebody else. Uh-huh. Uh, and I said, that's fine. You know, that's great. Sure. And, uh, but he, uh, you know, I was doing my homework and working hard. And so he stuck with me and he, uh, uh, he kept working with me and uh, wor- then got into the, helping me with the songwriting and, um, Helping me, you know, I mean, he, he really was instrumental in the whole putting the album together, getting the, uh, finding the session musicians for the album. Really? That's uh, cool. And then, you know, finding the mixer. I mean, Kip, Kip basically every step of the way uh, uh, guided me here. Yeah. And I had one other, so, and I mean, so Kip really introduced me to everybody on the album with one exception. Um, I, had been taking guitar lessons for a long time with a somebody who lived uh, a mile away from me in New Jersey uh, named John Skibbick, who uh, plays with the Afghan Wigs. And um, so John uh, John was very involved uh, with the project also and played uh, uh, came out to Nashville when we recorded and played uh, played lead guitar. Uh-huh. I'm still. Uh, so I still work with John. So that's, you know, and what I've, one of the things I've learned from my business career is if you're trying to, if you want to accomplish something, the first step is figure out who are the experts who can help you. I mean, just go, go figure out where can you get help? 
Yeah. And uh, I was very fortunate to uh, get two su- superb musicians uh, helping me on this. Yeah, that's awesome. What led you to the camp initially? Oh, you know, I, I, I'm not even sure I found out about it. Mm-hmm. It was just some random ad or something or article about it or something but i uh you know i i like playing rock i'm more of a you know old folky acoustic finger picking you know kind of style i mean that's what i normally play but i try to play a little rock too and um you know i just look look like a lot of fun and look like i could learn a lot So the um, songwriting for you then, uh, is that something that's that's been part of you um, all of your music life, or, or, or did that kind of come into play um, in the second reincarnation of your, second incarnation of your that, music career? No, it, it, it just came in the second reincarnation, which is kind of, which is really pretty funny. I mean, I was, I mean, I will... I write, you know, I've always written a lot for business and so forth. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, was uh, always a very competent writer, but never a creative writer. I never, never wrote poetry, never wrote um, fiction or anything. And, uh, but you know, I just love, you know, I, I, I listen a lot. I mean, I just love, you know, Warren Zevon. Uh-huh. Uh, lyrics and Paul Simon lyrics and Bob Dylan. And I mean, you know, they, you know, they're playing in my head all the time. So, um, it was really Kip's encouragement about, uh, hmm. uh, you know, saying, you know, he was the one who suggested I, I ought to try it. And he, uh, sort of helped, uh, you know, guided me. And then, you know, once I, once I started doing it, I got obsessed. So yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I then, um, I then, you know, re- you know, once again, reached figure, you know, wanted to figure out, okay, I want to, I want to learn, find out who the best people to teach me are. How, how can I find them? And so I did, you know, through word of, word of mouth and asking around and I've um, been able to get help from a, a number of, uh, of professional songwriters uh, in terms of, you know, teaching me techniques and uh, yeah. critiquing, critiquing songs and so forth. And the um, record that's uh, out now, uh, I understand, is um, a- after after all of this time is actually your debut CD, is that right? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. First time. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, and and you wrote all the songs for this. I did, uh, yeah. I, I, I uh, um, yes, I, I I wrote them all. Did you write the songs with the intention of them being on this CD? Like, were were you writing for the CD, or or did the CD be, uh, evolve out of the songwriting? It it evolved. I mean, when I started, um, you know, I started i wasn't you know wasn't sure you know how whether whether the songs are going to be any good or not Mm -hmm. i wasn't sure whether i just you know find two you know write two songs and that's all i had or whatever and um 
I just went step by step and uh, um, I had, you know, the first few songs I wrote after. And I mean, I have learned to revise like crazy. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't just whip out a song in 20 minutes. I mean, I write, I, I, I you know, revise 10 to 20 times mm-hmm. uh, and try to, you know, really really work over them. I mean, something I've learned from some of the professionals. Yeah. And so over a period of time, uh, uh, um, you know, I started people who I was playing the songs for at the, at the bars or piazzas liked them. And I got positive feedback from some of the pros. And so I, um, I just kept going and I, you know, I still, I, I, and you know, it is, it has become an obsession. I, uh, I've, uh, a whole new batch I'm I'm working on. Really I any, awesome. I don't have any specific plans for uh, for a second album, but I've got a, uh, a a number of new ones that I'm happy with that uh, that I that I you know perform and uh, uh, probably at some point when I get the uh, uh, get the energy to go through this whole project again, maybe in uh, maybe in nineteen I'll come out with a second album yeah okay uh and this the uh the current record is called uh appropriately uh bucket list how, how long has that been out uh it came out uh i think june first weekend in june okay so it's it's pretty fresh for you then still oh absolutely yeah yeah and um and i've had uh you know, once again kip introduced me to people who um handle handle some of his music and uh so i've i've had been fortunate to have uh, real professionals help me with a project yeah and, uh, yeah so uh I, it's uh, you know actually quite an interesting learning experience for me in addition to the whole musical angle which is the whole point of it um i mean i'm just kind of kind of interested in how the whole music business works sure uh, yeah and, you know seeing all the you know how the the pieces fit together uh having you know been in other businesses mm-hmm. are you able to focus on this full-time do you still have a professional other career that you do uh well i'm partly i i don't do this full-time um i am Partly to mostly retired from business, although I do. Um, I've got some, a couple of nonprofit things I'm involved in. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, a couple of business ventures. Uh, you know, having I was an entrepreneur in the insurance business and founded uh, uh, have founded some companies, and I still am involved with a couple of them, and yeah, still. Okay still enjoy uh building um uh, building organizations but uh but i'm not i don't you know when i wake up in the morning that's not what i think about when i wake up in the morning i'm more uh, you know once i'm drinking my tea i'm uh, usually polishing up song lyrics yeah that's cool that's cool that you can devote that time to it um uh, what, what is a what is a playing out playing this music kind of schedule look like for you 
Excuse me. I didn't understand the question. So playing this music out for for folks to be able to uh, be able to listen to it, enjoy it, uh, the music on the new CD, uh, a touring schedule, so to speak. What does that look like for you? Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't really have a touring schedule. I right. <laughs> I mean, I'm a. I am. A, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I like. To, I play live. I play live locally in Sarasota. I play in a little bit out here in Vail, Colorado, and you know, You know, occasionally I've done one one uh, event with uh, where John Skibbick came and played uh mm-hmm. played lead, lead guitar with me so i mean i may do a couple of those things but i'm um frankly i mean i'm i'm more consider myself a songwriter than a uh performer okay, okay. yeah so, n- not not looking for the next woodstock <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> um so the, the again the the uh new cd is bucket list how can uh our listeners uh, check out your music. Uh, uh, reach out to you. Find a copy of the CD. Oh well, yeah. So um, pencil and paper time. Well, they can probably remember this. It's jimstannardmusic.com. And that's no so, D, right? S T A. There's no D in the. There's no D in the middle of my last name. Yeah. And there's only one N, so it's it's Jim Stannard. Is S T A N A R D. Yeah. Um, music.com and on that website uh you can get it you know any any of the normal places uh uh, itunes amazon uh and uh we've got three uh videos that are on the website that oh cool i i i think are really good Uh, i have a um they were uh they're not they're not me, you know, not photos of me uh, playing guitar. They're, um, you know, sort of thematic uh, uh, pieces around the songs. Uh, and one of, one of them is a cartoon, actually. Hmm. And uh, so and one of them has a vintage uh, film from the uh, 1916s of Pancho Villa. That's cool. Good. Um, well, thanks, Jim. This has been awesome. I appreciate getting the chance to uh, learn more about your music, and certainly wish you the best in your songwriting career and performing and uh, and and uh, pursuing the next one. Well, good. Well, th- uh, thanks. Uh, thanks a lot. And please check out the uh, check out the website. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at americanarhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.